Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Philip K. As you can see, I'm sporting a full-blown beard today, if you get the video. Yeah, I, um, see, I did a, um, I like to do cosplay, and I, uh, I went to the big Comic-Con in Dallas, is the Fan Expo. You can't use Comic-Con, because the folks in San Diego trademarked it, so it's Retro Expo... <laughs> comic palooza you know they can't use comic con it's it's really hilarious so anyway um i did the bob ross ghostbuster so i had a big fuzzy wig grew up with a beard and i had a, a poster of vigo that i had on a thing on a on a little palette i had and some uh, you know brush out there and so it was uh <laughs> it was a lot of fun now um first of all i have to say i'm sorry if you hear fans in the background i got my supercomputer system going and I'm trying to make my first game in Unity. I'm trying to make a Flappy Bird game. But I'm going to do a, like a joke version of it. But I'm running into some issues and so I'm already on that fun path of, of game development. Um, so usually, let me just bring you up to speed here. Because uh, usually I talk about like a lesson or something I've reflected on. Or something I, I know a bit about. And um, But to... Today I wanted to talk about my little adventure at the Fan Expo Dallas, okay? So, I create my own comic book. It's called Stillborn, the First Zombie. And uh, I started it back in around 2012. And I did about five issues, did a graphic novel of the first storyline. And, um, you know, I was, you know... Uh, it, people responded to it I got a pretty good positive response I got uh, good feedback it was selling out in comic shops and so you know all right all right hold on I gotta light one of my home rolled hemp cigarettes here it's late at night it's like two in the morning and uh, the reason I haven't done a podcast earlier is because kids are home for the summer. I don't really have any much, much time anymore. I'm working from home. and oh, Kids are just up my butt. <coughs> which, as any parent knows. So, anyway, um, I stopped the comic around 2016. Because um, the local Comic Con... I did well at I would bring uh, Batman paintings, and I did prints of different comic book characters and stuff, and I had my zombie comic, and um, um, it was going pretty well, because the Comic-Con was run by a place called Official Picks, and uh, they yeah, always hosted the Comic-Con at, I think it was uh, the Irving Convention Center near Dallas. Now, what happened was was that the con was getting bigger and bigger and more and more people were coming out and and uh, the company said look we can't do the Irving Convention Center again because the fire marshal almost shut us down which was I mean I was there it was crazy and and uh, it was uh, packed shoulder to shoulder and so um, oh, oh dang it man my smoke went out 
So they said we got to go to a bigger venue. So <coughs> they said, well, <coughs> let's go to the big Dallas Convention Center. And the uh, problem is they didn't have the money to cover everything. So in steps Fan Expo, which they do all these big cons all around the country and in Canada and stuff. And so, but when they came in and, hey, we're going to the big convention center, well, all the prices jumped. I'm talking like double. You know, table was around 125 and they bumped it up to about 350 Um And it's still around that price. Uh, it's, well, it's gone up. It's around like 400 bucks now. So. Um, so a lot of the usual con guys, the other comic book guys that I was, uh, I had made friends with, people like Terry Parr and Devin Kraft, they were like, we can't afford to do this anymore, man, we gotta figure something else out. So, they left, and I ended up leaving too, because, uh, when we went to the convention center, I was real excited, but they shoved us in the back. There were, usually we're near, like, the comic book artists, and so that way some folks, you know, will come and see you at your table, but they didn't do that, and we were all shoved in the back, and nobody made any money and a lot of folks it was really tough because they're like you know this is how I pay my rent uh, so I didn't go back to the comic-con I did some smaller ones but then life got crazy uh, I had to move uh, second kid came on the way so my whole life was very busy and I didn't get to do the comic again well, my friend and I said we're going to start a little business, an entertainment business, and we're going to put out our own books and our own comics. So I started writing novels. I wrote the Ghoul Chaser series. I did a little comic called Don't Make a Movie, which you, all of them you can get on Kindle right now. Um, and uh, it was going uh, pretty... Uh, I was just doing that. And my partner says, hey man, let's do the big Comic Con again. He pays for it, and we're getting ready for 2020. Then COVID hits, and we're like, okay, we're not doing the con. And uh, it got postponed till 2022. So we're like, okay, look, here we go. We're going to get this done. Now, I start getting my stuff together. I do a new issue of Stillborn, issue number six. I change the artwork this time to help match the story. So it's more like a Batman the Animated Series, Bruce Tim anime animation kind of feel. And... Uh, So I'm getting pretty excited about it. But um, then we get an email saying they can't find our payment. So I had to go through all the records and all this stuff and pull up, you know, evidence that we made the payment. And it's like, okay, good, we got the payment. All right, we're, we're set. So we get the map. And it's at the big convention center in Dallas, of course. And everyone's starting to come out of the from under their rocks from, you know, quarantine and stuff. So we're like, this is going to be a big event. And they got, like... The Hobbit guys, you know, Elijah Wood and all them, and Brendan Fraser's coming, and Michael Rooker, and all these anime folks, and so we're like, this is probably going to be a pretty good show, and Jim Lee was coming, so we were all pretty excited. I really wanted to meet Jim Lee, That was he's my hero, uh, one of them. So, uh, we went out, so when we get the map, we look at it, and sure enough, we are shoved in the back again. We're in the... The artist alley takes up four rows in the back, and we have a bunch of big-name artists, comic artists and stuff like Sam De La Rosa and stuff around us. So we were like, okay, at least they did that. But when we saw where we were on the map, we were like, oh, shit. Because the 2020 map was awesome. We were going to have, like, our own little 
open corner booth and everything, and it was going to be great, but nope, we're shoved at a six-foot table in the back. So we get there, and we're all crammed in. And it's like, oh boy. And so my partner, Delphine, he doesn't even want to do this. He's like, he looked at that map, and he was like, they're doing the same shit they did to us last time. They're shoving us in the back. We're not going to make any money. I've got work to do uh, for my job. I don't even want to fucking deal with this. But I'm like, look, man, come on. Let's let's go ahead and go. Let's see, you know, let's see what happens, you know? We paid. We waited this long. Let's check it out. So he's like, all right, all right, fine. So I get my uh, my costume, my Ghostbuster Bob Ross costume. I check in with the Dallas Fort Worth Ghostbusters, seeing if they're going to be at the con. <laughs> but they, uh, they said probably not going to be. Uh, I was like, great, damn it, because I really do want to try to hook up with the Dallas Fort Worth Ghostbusters, but I don't think they're doing any charity work or anything anymore. And it turns out they're not. I'd find that out later. So anyway, we we get to the table, we set up, and it's Friday when it opens. Now, usually they let you come in on Thursday and set up, but uh, they wouldn't do that for for the small guys, those little guys. Uh-uh. Those guys being shoved in the back. No, we had to show up Friday morning before the doors opened at 2. So we're like, fucking great. So... We we run down there on Friday in the afternoon. We get stuck in traffic, and we finally get there, like, I think maybe an hour before the doors open. We run in there, set up our stuff. I get in costume, uh, and I have to run back to the car. So I'm And it's really hot outside. It's hot and humid. We've got this heat wave going on. So I'm in my car trying to change into my costume, and I'm, the whole time I'm thinking, how do superheroes do this crap? <laughs> I'm like... I'm bending over, crouched up, trying to get it on. Oh, it was fucking nuts. Oh. Now, I'm wearing a pair of, like, really tall Doc Martens. I got these 20-hole Doc Martens that I, that I, I they're my nice boots. Uh, the problem is they're super stiff because I haven't really broken them in because I don't wear them that much. So they scrape the back of my heels horribly. So I'm running around in these shoes, basically getting blisters on the back of my feet, <laughs> on the back of my ankles. Um, so we get up there, and trying to get folks in now my daughter she wanted to go to a con you know she's starting to get into this kind of stuff she's really into anime my hero academia and stuff so i was like okay you know come friday which is the slower day and we'll see how it goes so sure enough she made a little five nights at freddy's print and we went out there and we, we sold them and um so she was feeling pretty good uh, we only had three because the printer broke so but she made like 15 bucks you know, they sold them for like five bucks a piece and did all right. I sold a couple comics. <clears throat> now, I was waiting for my stillborn issue six, but here's what happened. I got the order, but I misplaced it, and I totally forgot where I fucking put it. And then I was so busy, I completely put it in the back of my head, and then the Comic-Con comes up, and I'm like, where the hell are my comics? And so I contact the agency. They're like, the printer company, and the printer company's like, dude, we sent them to you. They were delivered. You got them. And I'm sitting here going through, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're freaking right. And then uh, my Don't Make a Movie comics, those got delivered to the wrong address, so they had to get shipped back out and everything. It was just a mess. <clears throat> but we get there, we sell a couple books, and Friday goes okay. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm like, hey, I got my Batman paintings here, and, and I got my comics, and I got my Ghoul Chaser books. Like, this is, this is going to be a great, you know, I think, I think we're going to do okay. Little did I know.
Sorry. Smoke keeps going out. <clears throat> Help me, Jesus. So, now, Saturday's a different deal. Saturday's the big show. That's when all the big guests come. And, the, you know, like Jim Lee was doing one day only. It was on Saturday. So, we get there. We're trying to get there early. Once again, stuck in traffic. We finally get in. We had to park down the street. We couldn't get into the, the, the one-level parking lot at the convention center. Um, they have a bunch of other parking lots around. So we just like went down the street, gave some guy 20 bucks. We don't even know if maybe it was his parking lot or not. But <laughs> uh, we, went, we went in, and we go to our table, and someone is sitting there. Someone is sitting at our table with their stuff out. Now, all of our stuff is in boxes under the table. Usually, vendors will leave their stuff on the table and just put like a, a drape or a sheet or something over it. We didn't do that. We packed it back in the box and put it under the table. You know, we didn't want anything to get stolen, which doesn't happen that often, but still. So, we come and this lady's just put down all her prints and apparently the table next to her, which was empty on Friday because they weren't here yesterday, uh, that guy's here, and apparently this girl works with him, and so she just went and took our fucking table. We call this poaching in the business. So, she says that management said she could move. We run and get a manager. Guy's name's Alex. And I know this guy, because this is the guy I was emailing about our payment that was missing. So, Alex comes over, and yet there's confusion. And we have another manager there who's looking up the information on a laptop, and he was like, you're not supposed to be here, lady. This is their table. Now, Alex is trying to mess up. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't think anyone was here. He's like, but you're going to have to leave. And now this lady is just being a total fucking asshole. Like, she's not apologetic. She's not, like, because usually, like, if I had done something like that, if I had taken a table, turned out with someone else, I would apologize. I'd clear my shit. I'd get the fuck out of there. She didn't. She got entitled and demanding and was just unfucking believable. And it was turning into this big thing. And then Dell looks at me and he's like, Look, man, I don't want to start the con like this. This is like some bad mojo, man. And he's like, What do you want to do? Now, there's a table right across from us that's empty. Those, per those people forfeit, they didn't show. So, do you want that table? So, we're like, I'm like, All right. And I'm trying to keep it cool. I'm like pissed off. I want to flip over the table and kick this lady in the face. But that's anger. Don't want to respond to the anger. Don't want to kick out. Don't want to be hostile. Because I'm like, she's already looking bad as it is. So I'm like, hey, you're doing your job, the job for me, lady. <clears throat> so I go. And we set up at the other table. And uh, my partner, uh, Delphine, he, he, uh, my business partner, he's just he's talking to management. Like, okay, what kind of compensation are we getting for this? Because you guys messed up our payment. Now someone's stolen our table. Like, what that? What kind of show are you running here, right? And he just kind of got on them. And they, so they said, tell you what, we'll give you a free table next year at the con so i'm like okay all right deal consider me a happy customer sir <laughs> so we set up over there and i'm meeting all my new neighbors because that's what you do at cons when you're at a table and you're around people these people are your neighbors be good to them they can help bring you business you can help bring them business everybody helps and shares and and uh, does love for each other but one thing that we're noticing me and delar is that there is a shit ton of anime artwork here which is bad news for us because we're like look there is an anime con it's called a con and they got their own shtick 
<coughs> this is supposed to be superheroes, you know, so I got my Batman stuff. I got my Ghostbusters and Ghoul Chaser stuff, you know. Uh, what's going to happen to me here? <laughs> so, um, I start meeting my neighbors, and I'm telling them all, oh, hey, how's it going? And they're like, oh, hey, weren't you, weren't, why weren't you here yesterday? And I was like, oh, I was here yesterday. That lady stole my table. And I'd be like, hi, how are you? Oh, your name's Chu. That's nice. My name's Phil. That lady stole our table. <laughs> like, I made sure all of my neighbors knew this lady stole the table. So I was pretty, it was just a <coughs> bad thing. I mean, we're sitting right across from her. So I'm staring at this Jabba hut of a woman who's just acting entitled and just ungodly. I mean, Alex even, you know, they even said, you know, hey, sorry about the diva. Jesus. Most people would move. So, we're trying to get uh, get things underway. So, we get set up, I get my costume on, and like I said, I'm noticing a lot of anime stuff, and there's a person next to us, her name was Chu, and she had a ton of anime stuff. She had, like, keychains and prints and things. And she was getting a ton of business. We were not. We couldn't get anyone to the table. Delphine brought some 3D printed out toys that he made, and we those were, those were selling. My stuff was not selling. <sighs> I mean, I, I sold three don't-make-a-movie comics, and that was it. I didn't sell a single Batman painting. I had some Slimer paintings, didn't sell. I had my Ghoul Chaser books. Nobody bought them. It was... Oh, God, it was sad. And that's why Delphine was like, look, when we saw the table and we saw how crowded this was going to be, we knew that we were not going to make any money on this, so... As a tote, as a as a a tote, because me, I'm really relying on the money. This is a side income for me. Um, but my partner Delphine, uh, he's like, hey man, uh, you know, I get paid well at my job, so whatever money we make, you know, whatever money I make from the toys, I'm just gonna give it to you. Which was really kind of him. Altogether, I think it was like 150 bucks, and I'm like, dude. We spent 150 bucks on the extra passes for my kid and his friend Grant to come. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. No, that's not counting the booth and, and the comic printing and all that good stuff. Usually I would stand outside the booth and I would make a scene and get people to come in. But because we were so crammed and things were so tight and the audience was so big, I couldn't really do that. I had to stay behind the table and get in my Bob Ross Ghostbuster costume. And I got plenty of, you know, pictures from folks, but nobody was buying anything. And I thought it was funny that first Friday night, my, my daughter, she's 10 and she's very blunt. And so people would come up to the table and she's like, are you going to buy something? And then if they just chatted with us and left, which is a lot, what a lot of folks do, uh, my daughter would call after them and go, hey, you didn't buy anything. I was like, kid, you need to run a convenience store. So, we're in the midst of Saturday. Everything's packed. They're selling these tin mugs with, like, uh, soda in them. You can get all the free refills you want. I think it was, like, Pecos Pete's or something like that. It was natural sodas. And, uh, we're trying to make the most of it. Now... I'm still walking around in these boots, cutting up my heels, which is stupid. 
<clears throat> and when we had to uh, reposition the tables, I was running back and forth to the car because we had no room to store our stuff, so I had to take everything we had and run it back to the car up the street and put it away and then come back. It was flicking nuts. <sighs> and then, uh, as we're going through, I'm looking around. There's all kind of big booths here. Free swag from places. Uh, make your own custom lightsabers and stuff. So a lot of people were spending their money on all this other stuff. They were not spending it on ours. At all. And, um, learned a lot that day. And, and, but honestly, um, I really do think that Fan Expo needs to work on uh, their spacing. Because they had a food court area, a bunch of these, like, uh, different booths, like hot dog, pizza, you know, uh, smoothies. And all these different stands, and they had tables next to them, but they didn't have enough tables. There was, a like, literally, there was just as many people sitting on the floor as there was sitting in these tables. And then they put, uh, like, the big red carpet runway with the background for all the cosplayers. They put all that stuff over there, and it was just crowded as hell. Now, I gotta tell you, when I first started doing cons, and this was back in, like, 2012, I would say 10% of the audience was cosplayers. And I would do cosplay because that got people over to the table and I could sell them something. Um, but as time has gone on, I'd say it's easily 60% of the, of the crowd is cosplayers. I mean, it's turned into a giant Halloween party. And um, the demographic has changed also where this was mostly a boys club. I mean, it was li easily over about 80% male. Now, I'd say it's probably around 40% male. There's a ton of women, and women like cutesy things like anime. They don't necessarily like Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> or Ghostbusters. <laughs> They'll say, oh, hi, that's cute, take a picture, and then, boop, right off. And, uh... <laughs> so, I'm having a hell of a time with this, and... I'm starting to get kind of depressed about it, because I'm just like, I'm, I'm not making anything, man. I'm not making any money here. No one's buying my stuff. <clears throat> so I was able to get like a... I got Sam De La Rosa's autograph. Now, we wanted to go to Jim Lee, but Jim Lee got there around noon, and the place opened at 10. And when it was... It was 7 o'clock, and they closed. And so at about 7.30, 8 o'clock, we're heading for the door, call, you know, just licking our wounds... And the line for Jim Lee was still out the friggin' door. I'm like, my God, dude. Come on Friday. Come the whole weekend, man. Just Why can't you use big celebrities trying to figure this out? Come the whole friggin' weekend, please. So that way some of us folks <clears throat> who are working the con can still get, like, a picture and autograph and stuff. But whatever, whatever. Sure, there's all different ways to fix the situation. Now, Sunday, I'm trying to come in with new vigor, and the problem is Sunday is what we call dead day, because Sunday is the slowest day. You're going to get a lot of families, you know, that, that come here during this time. Who, I mean, I'm talking like the whole family, okay? Friday is for the folks that have to work on the weekend. Saturday is for all the is for every party young person on the planet, and Sunday. Excuse me, is for the families. So Sunday is really slow, and I am got my costume on. I've changed my shoes out. I got and and um, I I was just still trying to do what I could, 
And I even did a, a painting, a new painting of Slimer there at the table, hoping to bring some folks over. And nothing, man. I was like, hell. I should have figured out a way to get more of my kids' FNAF prints. <clears throat> but at the end, and so it, we got to a point, I think it was about 2 o'clock, and the, it, the, they were going to close at 5. And it was about two o'clock, and me and Delphine, we had sold all the all the toys that he had brought, and we just kind of looked at each other, and he was like, uh, "You want to go?" <laughs> so we packed up the car, took off, and uh, I would I just remember being so damn sad and defeated by by the whole thing. It was tough. Uh, I still have not found my stillborn comics. I'm almost scared to to think they might have gotten thrown away. I don't know. But I've been cleaning out things, and I'm, I'm still not finding it. So, went home a little broke. <laughs> but the, foul, the, the the Fan Expo Dallas, it was fun. I mean, I'll still say it was fun. Got some great folks. Got to meet some cool people. <clears throat> got to see some old friends. So a lot of that uh, was really awesome. Uh, don't know. Don't know how it's going to go next year, but I'm definitely going to have to start getting into some of this anime stuff. Um, I tried watching My Hero Academia and Demon Slayer with my kid, and they're okay, but the problem I have with anime, this is the thing I don't like about anime, because I'm a writer. I hate inner monologues, and they are all over the place in animation. You know, they'll be in a fight, and they're like standing there looking at each other, and they're like, Arr! and then... There's this whole inner monologue going on in the character, and he's like, I must go and I must defeat him in order to make their honor to myself, but I know he is more powerful than me, and I've already been injured. Is there a way that I can do this? Oh, no, no, no. And it's, it's, it's like, what? Just, just fight or just talk to each other. I mean, supervillains monologue all the time. But for some reason, it's all inside. I've got this new light here, so you can see it reflecting in my sunglasses. And, woo, it's like I got eyes. Ooh. But that was the, foul, the Fan Expo Dallas 2022. And uh, like I said, it was fun. Learned a lot. And unfortunately, did not make a dime. So hopefully next year, since we're not paying for that table, uh, <laughs> we'll do a little bit better. Uh But, um, like I said, I'm starting to understand what my friends were saying about go hit the smaller cons. The con that we really want to get into is the horror con, because we have a lot of horror stuff. You know, I do a zombie comic, so we want the horror crowd. But the big horror convention around here in Dallas is Texas Frightmare Weekend, and we can't get a freaking table. We haven't, gotten, we haven't been able to get a table in six years. Because after Fan Expo took over and the prices went up, all the small guys, they went to, like, Fan Expo. And a lot of the other smaller cons. Uh, we had a North Texas comic book show that closed. They were doing okay. They started doing the Urban Convention Center because all the little guys came over to them. But then they uh, they hung up their spurs. Now we got the Retro Expo and All Con. So there's still a couple out there. And, and what they've done, like Texas Framers, and what they've done is they've kept it small. They're like, we don't want to go too big. We don't want to have to go to where we have to raise our prices too high and don't want to make things too expensive for the vendors because they really help get the show going because there's a ton of us. <clears throat> so, hopefully, 
we'll be able to get in. We think that what we need to do is create a sub company with a creepy name because Delphine went to Texas Frightmare Weekend 2022 this year and he said all of the names of the places were like, you know, zombie productions and, and you know, undead cute gear or whatever. And he says, we're, we're going to create a sub company and we're going to call it Creepy as Fuck Productions and <laughs> hopefully that'll get us in. It's all in a name. So, well, this reverend talks about his crazy artistic ventures. I hope that your artistic ventures are going okay. And, uh, like I said, it's it's not my uh, main source of income, and so that's why the computer programming is a bigger one for me. So, when I get that game done, I'll let you know where to pick it up over on the old, uh, you know, Uh, in the old uh, app marketplace. Man, but hey, man, thanks for listening. I appreciate it, dudes. And uh, hope your life is going okay in all this craziness. Uh, my next podcast, I'm going to be talking about a pretty serious subject, so I wanted this one to be a little more lighthearted. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, and I hope you take it easy. Because when you take it easy, the dude abides. Thanks for tuning out. See you next time.